0: Stevenson to the outside, they score! From the left wing circle, Jack Eichel makes it 2-0 Vegas. Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Carlson
1: for Stone in front, he scores! Five, two nights,
2: Mark Stone, two goals, one assist, three points, From the Findlay Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LBSportsNetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Back at it. Six down. Let's drop the puck. Hour number two. Getting ready to dive into the Florida Panthers in the Vegas Golden Knights Stanley Cup final. That will start on Saturday. Saturday and Monday in Vegas, and tickets went on sale today. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're going to chat with uh, our good friend, the uh, ticketing guy over at the uh, City National Arena and Vegas World Nights. I call him the ticketing guy, Todd Paul. Really? That's he's he going to join us wow. uh, later on this week. Just to uh, walk through exactly uh, how it works with the tickets, because e- every round, the NHL takes more and more control. Yep. Yeah, uh, uh, sure. of things. so what's That's it like in a in a Stanley cup final when mm-hmm. it comes to inventory and the potential of tickets being released at the last minute? Maybe you don't have a ticket today, mm-hmm. but on Saturday, what time? Yeah. when in and around the window will returns start coming back to the golden Knights mm-hmm. and some possible uh, inventory being available to people. so we'll we'll get that as we go along this week.
3: yeah yeah it'll be good uh, you, you always got to keep trying that, that's what it boils down to if there's one thing you know we've kind of talked about uh, through the, the length of this playoff run is that uh, you look for those holds to be released and then you pounce on the opportunity
2: 702-876-1340 uh, lines are open uh, hour number one was a great response uh, give us a call let us know your thoughts on Vegas going back to the Stanley Cup final Chapman what were you going to chime in there with
0: oh the moments passed. Mm.
3: really yeah ticket guy definitely not a friend yeah. Ticket guy. Unreal.
0: I was gonna say that sounds like excellent question material right there.
3: What? <laughs> I don't understand that. that you had weird. to think about his name. Oh. No, I knew Todd's okay. name. All right. <laughs> no, it's just it's just ticketing It was ticketing just guy. awkward
0: yeah. that he was ticketing guy. A ticketing weird guy. guy. He, <laughs> a weird. he runs
2: he runs the ticketing for the for the Vegas Golden Knights. It's he's an awkward he's introduction. in charge of Ticket uh guy. charge of everything. Well he's he's got a fancy title, but that doesn't doesn't get the the point across of what he does. What's the fancy title? He he does all the ticketing with with the Vegas Golden Knights uh, and so uh ticketing guy is is perfect.
0: <laughs> is no? he, he was he the guy who was in the commercials year one? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay.
2: That's <laughs> somebody that works there.
0: But but not The, 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 the kids with the glasses and he yeah. was doing the the presentation and the when class When they did they were, all the skits, right? Yeah, all yeah. those were funny.
2: Yeah. You you just want a role in one of those skits. That no, would be right up your alley. No, no. Come on. No. If I offered you a role in one of the skits at the Vegas Golden Knights, one of those office shoots where we do some kind of parody or some sort of story, you would turn me down? Probably. No chance. Probably.
3: I'm with Mallard here. I've, yeah. got, I've got a face for radio. No, 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 no! It doesn't matter what the situation. is. You're playing it's a role. You are playing a get character. Be, it's given to you. There's the casino one. Chat, We've seen you them. get to be on TV in a commercial.
0: Yeah, you're 100 taking. I think that. I think that kind of spoils my my, you know, legitimacy. Nobody should know who
3: you are. You're not playing anything.
0: yourself. Oh. Legitimacy of what? Being being a, a, an outstanding journalist who covers the Golden
2: Knights. You're not <laughs> playing yourself. You're not playing the role of chapman no but
3: you can be an extra in a commercial (laughs) yeah if i offer you a background
2: in in one of our
3: one of our skits you're gonna turn it
2: down not a chance that that happens (laughs) (laughs) he's showing up just in case there's food
0: well yeah the food part i'm definitely showing up at oh boy
2: Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, 702-876-1340. Uh, we are wide open and uh, waiting for your reaction to the Vegas Golden Knights getting back to the Stanley Cup final. Second time in six years. Let's go to Rita. Rita, are you a first-time caller? Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah I've never mm-hmm. talked
2: to any of you before. Welcome to the show, Rita. Hey, Rita. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? How, I'm good. How happy were you last night?
4: Oh, yeah unbelievably so i was so mad i had to go to bed right after after ryan's show because i had an appointment this morning and i could have been re-watching that all that game and everything over and over again it was it's wonderful
2: rita who are you most impressed by in the first three rounds of this journey to the stanley cup final
4: well, I have the same problem they're going to have when they give us a consmise. We got several of them. I mean, you got Jack, you got Carly, you got Stone. He's been a little down these, but he's going to kick it back in gear. And then you could just give it to our fourth line for being the best, you know. I mean, it, there's no way to pick. But I do have a point, the reason I called. I I it was pointed out to me by some of my lovely Twitter friends that McDavid is trending today on Twitter because Jack's going before him to the Stanley Cup final. Mm-hmm. And I know, you, I know you guys are professionals, so you can poo poo this if you want. But my belief is this is not sitting well with McDavid. Last year, Matthews won the heart and the Richard. So McDavid's ego said this year, I'm gonna kick, you know what? Yep. Mm-hmm. And went out there to get both this year. I don't think I don't think he's gonna be happy if Edmonton doesn't do something to make it to where he's in a position like Jack to do better. What do you all think?
2: I think you're right on the mark here that mm-hmm. next year it could be an elevated performance by Connor McDavid beyond what we saw this year, but not in the regular season. I think it could be a dominating performance in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and I'm, I'm hoping the Vegas is right there with them again. But we watched the response by Colorado after being beaten by Vegas and being so disappointed and not being able to measure up against a deep, solid team like the Golden Knights. And uh, I truly believe Edmonton is having similar feelings right now uh, with, uh, with a realization that they're not as good and they have to alter the way they play.
4: If they don't and he doesn't make it, do you think he looks somewhere else? No, he can't be happy. He's got an ego. I mean, he wouldn't be fighting this hard if he didn't want to be up there with Gretzky eventually. No, I, I but don't. he's got Bedard breathing breathing down his throat now.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think that uh, he has to go anywhere. I think they've they've done. Uh... Just really solid work to give him pieces and parts, and uh, I know that there's areas that they they want to correct. But I don't think that, that that Connor is asking for any type of out because uh, because he's not happy in Edmonton because of lack of success or being envious of uh, somebody like uh, like Jack Eichel. He, he wants to he wants to be the face that takes that Edmonton Oilers team back to a Stanley Cup after Gratzky. Uh, he wants to be that captain, so I think that's his motivating factor.
4: Okay, well, I think you're wrong. Okay. So everybody listening, you, my little buddies out there, let's bookmark this. And if a year from now, Connor's looking around, mm-hmm. we do need to call Darren and remind
3: him, Rita. Rita, just take a number because Darren <laughs> was so adamant that the Golden Knights were going to touch the trophy, and they didn't. And I tried to tell him, but he didn't listen to me. I uh, I would
2: love it if uh, if uh, all your uh, your Twitter friends got got on. I'll even give you my home number, and you can call me. I just I just don't. And answer. then I'll, and then oh, I'll I, give I I'll give you the real one. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, thanks, Rita. Appreciate it. You're the best. Bye-bye. Congratulations uh, as well. Uh, one of the Golden Knights, <laughs> the biggest fans, uh, Rita, uh, on with us and uh, Take takes it uh, in a different uh, different path. As we uh, go back to the phone lines, Ron from Henderson. Welcome to the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, the Golden Knights against the Florida Panthers in the Stanley Cup Final.
1: Guys, thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys listening all the time. I'm th- I just want to say one thing, guys. That last, that game yesterday was the epitome of how the Knights are dominant. After the third goal, that game was over. It never stopped. I I say Knights four to two and win the cup. The cup is coming to Vegas, guys. I'm sorry to say, we, I can't pick an MVP or anything like that because everybody's all playing together. All the pistons are firing. I mean, they're amazing, dude. I'm just simply amazing. They deserve what they're doing.
2: What jumped out at you last night when you said the third goal uh, was the was the end of the night?
1: When that third goal was out, that, that just wasted. Their whole their season just ended right there. They just were just melted. Because I'm going to tell you right now, three, that, that was like boom, 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 and then oh, we're done.
3: I'm going to make you. I'm going to make you pick a favorite right now in this moment. For the constant, oh I know, gosh, I know, giddy, I know. Dude. You said it's too much. I, I get it, but I want to know just if you, if you had a vote right now in this moment, who would it be? You got to pick one.
2: Marshall. I got to pick
3: Marshall. That's a good
2: Mar-Sol. one. Mar-Sol. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is wide open, and it's wide what, open. What
1: that guy's been? He's been through just like the other guys too. I'm just saying. I mean, a hat trick in the playoffs. I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: And, and remember, Jonathan didn't score for the first seven games no, of the no, playoffs. No, no, mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah.
1: You're right. And Eichel, I mean, I, I was thinking Eichel, too. I'm thinking Stone, Eichel, um, Marshall, um
2: There's and, a name that I want you to mention that you haven't yet.
1: You know what? I'm going to mention it right now. Stevenson.
2: No, that wasn't where I was going to go, but I, I no. love Chandler. William Carlson. Yep. Is, is, Car- is Oh,
1: my God. Yeah. That's right.
2: <laughs> Oh my god. Is what he's done with his total? <laughs> oh my god! Two hundred foot game. He now had that, two goals last night too. Oh my god! That would be it's okay. Going into the step if 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 you wanted, and we'll do this later on this week. But if you're going to give your top five, con mm-hmm. Smythe. Favorites for the mm-hmm. Vegas Golden Knights going into the Stanley Cup Final, and I think five on this team. It, it, it's still wide open going down to five. If you have a oh, good, yeah. if you have oh, a good yeah. Stanley Cup Final, you can go from five to to Conn Smythe Trophy winner. Right? Uh, I'll 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 sell you right now that William Carlson is my number one. Yeah. And, and later on this oh, week, oh I'll, I'll give I'll give you two, He's my three, number four, two. five. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm just saying it, it, He could be my number one. I, it's just so hard, Bob. oh my god, man. Yeah. Yep. Oh, how can I forget him?
2: It's okay. We all make mistakes. My mind
1: buddy. is well. I'm just saying. After last night, my mind and I got I got my new transfer. I got you know I got promoted. And you did? Awesome. Yes, I got promoted. And the Knights win last night. My the mind is go, going out out of the world right now. <laughs> all right.
2: Uh, did you get the uh, promotion yesterday?
1: Um, no, no. Last week. Okay. So t- well, tomorrow's my last day. My other, my job, and then I transferred to the uh, new. One.
2: You're not leaving the Valley, hey. though, are you?
1: No. Good. No, 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 no. I Good. work for a company. They needed somebody over there. Hey, Ron, I need you over here. Yeah. So I nice. went there.
2: Ron from and Henderson. I not lose anything. Okay. Well, you're still Ron from Henderson when you come on the Beach Caves. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, believe. I
1: am.
2: Hey, uh, enjoy the Stanley Cup final, my friend.
1: Oh, I, you guys too. Hey, God bless you. Be safe, okay?
2: You too. Thanks so much. There's Ron from Henderson of the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty. Can that guy call in more?
3: Yeah, I want you to call. Ron, if you're still listening, and I imagine you are, call into the post-game you show. You know what we should do? For real. There's like four people
2: where we should have their numbers, yeah. and well, we should call them. We 100%. should be the first radio station and radio program that... Phones the callers mm-hmm. instead of the callers calling in.
0: Fair point. Between Rita telling you that she doesn't make appearances and personal Ron appearances, calls, I, personal appearances, and Ron calling yeah. in and just lighting it up, telling
3: us about his promotion.
0: Yeah. It's, it's an phenomenal. awesome start to hour number two. That
3: being said, and you know how much this pains me, I agree with Darren. William Carlson is my front runner in this moment in time, right now. William Carlson, front runner, Conn Smythe.
2: I don't have this guy's number, but I know how to get a hold of him. If I need to track him down, it's Papa Lou on the BGK Insider Show in Fox Sports Las Vegas. How you doing, buddy?
5: Good afternoon, boys. It is a great day to be a Golden Knights fan. Sure is, and it's only going to get better.
2: Doesn't it feel like there's a path? Like there, there was. And playoff journeys take on their own identity. Uh, This year was interesting with the first round and the uh, rise off the floor of the first game and the debuts by so many players and that nastiness of Edmonton. But you saw halfway through the Edmonton series, a path was starting to develop because of other teams being knocked out in and around the Stanley Cup playoffs. And now we're near the end of that path.
5: Exactly, and you know, for me, before the playoffs started, and I think I was even having this conversation with Ryan on Twitter, the team that scared me the most in the playoffs period was Dallas. Mm-hmm. And not because they were better, but just for the last couple of years, ever since the bubble, man, they just seemed to have Vegas' number. And, and, you know, I, I, I know the Knights could have lost to Edmonton. They could have lost Winnipeg, but they weren't going to. The team that scared me the most was Dallas, and they – fought through Dallas the way that they did. Um, I'm not going to predict a Stanley Cup championship, but I'll tell you what: I've never been more uh, more confident in a team than I am of the Knights right now.
3: I I I don't see any reason why you wouldn't be right as a fan, and you know it's hard to. Put into context what we expect is going to happen when you're talking about an opponent in the Florida Panthers that the Golden Knights have only seen twice over the course of an 82 game season. But you know, I, I do look at Vegas. I look at how the the quality of teams that they have played so far in the postseason. I look at how they've been able to come up with the the right combination of finding ways to win. And, you know, to me, the big X factor in all of this is Bruce Cassidy. I think Bruce has been phenomenal for this Golden Knights hockey team. I think that he has them ready to go. And as Darren mentioned, the path is right there for the Golden Knights. Now they've just got to go out and find four more wins. Who's your constant you know,
2: trophy favorite, Lou?
5: You know, I when when you were talking to uh, Ron, my first thought immediately was uh, William Carlson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just, and for all the reasons that you mentioned, Darren, his his 200-foot game has just been phenomenal every single time that he's on the ice. Um, his his scoring, just, you know, in this series alone against Dallas, I mean, he is just, the dude has been nailed. I, that, something, he's always been a, I've always liked the guy, but there was some, something happened when he cut his hair. He he, he kicked <laughs> it up a gear.
3: You know, to be fair, like when we look back to the Golden Knights, we look back to how they started this postseason through those first four periods against the Winnipeg Jets. If you really look back on it, who was the guy that was there for Vegas? Who showed up in those four periods? Who was kind of driving the bus and the engine? And and one of the guys kind of leading the charge for Vegas to kind of get back into the series. To me, it was William Carlson. He scored the first two goals of that series for the Golden Knights. He was really good from the from game number one, and I think he's just kind of had. Pedal to the floor the entire time. Seven zero
2: two eight seven six thirteen forty. Hey Blue, before we uh, let you go, uh, what uh, what do you see as the difference between year number one going to the final and this year, or or is there uh, a difference in the maturity of this franchise?
5: I, I think there's a hundred percent difference. Um, season one was all, you know, that we're, we're the misfits. You know, we we you know. There were other teams in the league that, that cut us loose, kind of spit in our faces, were, were pissed off. And this year has been very, very businesslike. You know, I mean, certainly there's always emotion involved, but it hasn't been the driving force. And, and, and again, going back to Bruce Cassidy, I, I think that the team this year has mirrored him and it's benefited them greatly
2: that's a great answer uh thanks Lou and enjoy the Stanley Cup final my friend good talking to you guys there's Papa Lou uh, one of our favorites here on the VGK Insider Show at Fox Sports Las Vegas business-like mm-hmm. the 2023 Stanley Cup playoff run for the Vegas Golden Knights that it's it's just business that could be a hashtag put in a t-shirt along with it
3: hurts to win yep there it is it's right there hmm yeah um I think business like's a great way to put it. Uh, this team has one goal, one mission. And, you know, again, I, I, I look at where the Golden Knights are, where they were at the end of last year to where they've come to this point. And ultimately, it, it's, it's four wins. It's four more wins. That's the goal for this Golden Knights team. And as much as last night's an accomplishment, it's just another step. To what they ultimately want to do, and that's that's win a Stanley Cup. That's where their focus is, and it's been that that way from day one.
2: Remember, 2018, a, every win was gravy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love gravy, but it, every every series victory was oh, this is awesome. Yeah, super cool. Let's let's keep it going. Yeah, this has been different. This was let's win. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to win round one. Let's beat Edmonton. We, we won the West. Let's see what we got here. To get to a Western Conference final, let's get back to the Stanley Cup final. You don't get this many chances. You've been here a couple of times recently. you got to capitalize on this. It wasn't gravy to get to the Western Conference final. Mm-mm. It was a goal by yeah. this team. And... The goal wasn't finished, and and the goal isn't finished. Getting to a Stanley Cup final in twenty eighteen, what a run! Amazing Cinderella story. Ride it out as long as you can. You mm-hmm. win game number one. See if you can push it. Winning a game isn't going to be the happiest point of this playoff run in the Stanley Cup final.
3: No, I I think that you look at the the mindset shift right, and you're right. You're right there in that. You get to the Stanley Cup final year number one, especially with all the circumstances around that team in their inaugural season. It, it's it's anything that happens is going to end up in a in a great story. Now, does it does it hurt to lose in that spot? Absolutely, but when you look at it in the context of what they were able to accomplish, there are accomplishments that live on beyond that final series. In this situation for the Golden Knights, as you mentioned, it's a goal. It is business. It is. Job's not done until we get four more wins, and anything short of four wins is not going to feel good in any way because this is what this team was built to do, what they expect to do, and that's the the weight of the expectations going into the Stanley Cup Final.
2: Vegas to the championship series for the second time. Bruce Cassidy at the helm. Uh, He spoke after the uh, game six victory last night over the Dallas stars, a convincing win in which he tweaked the lines. They followed the game plan, getting away from that overload and the hard forecheck of the Dallas stars. And it all came together in a convincing win and another Aiden Hill shout out. Here's Bruce Cassidy after the win
6: last night. Yeah, well, it's definitely our best game of the playoffs and it came at the right time. Um, You never know when it's going to happen you always want to keep building so boy if we can bottle that going forward uh we're gonna be a tough team to beat but guys responded well to a little adversity to get down and um great start we just kept going from there and i think they knew the importance of it that's why you can sustain it Uh, just you don't want to let a team off off the mat we were up three nothing there was some chatter about that so we wanted to make sure we took care of business and once We did get to lead. I thought we did a great job staying focused on uh, what was in front of us up front, Jesse Granger at the athletic. I know you still have another round to go, but what does this moment mean for you with
2: everything you've been through over the last year to to make it to this point your first year with this team
6: well listen it's I think it's an honor and a privilege to coach in the National Hockey League for any team uh, you know for me it happens to be the Golden Knights and it was a we were looking at it as a family as a, a new adventure for us and here we are going to the Stanley Cup so I mean it's what you want but so do 31 other teams right and only two get to go there so uh, it feels great right now I think as a coach you know you'll enjoy it for a bit and then it's right back to work because I've been there once and it didn't work out you lose losing game seven so you know there's a lot of work ahead of you but I do believe you have to enjoy these moments it's not easy to do um, I thought Dallas played a terrific series got behind a little early at home with some overtime goals you never know how those are going to shake out and they were they were a great opponent we just happened to be a little bit better and um, and like I said now it's on to the the final round so it's it's actually been a great year to get to know everyone around like I didn't know a lot of people in New York I knew George from years and years ago but after that there's very few so it's been a great experience to get to this point uh, forming new relationships that we keep on building right side third row Greg
0: Wyshynski, ESPN. Bruce, you've been around this game for a long time. How much stock do you put into the voodoo of the conference trophy? Uh, they didn't touch it tonight. Your boys in Boston didn't touch it when you won the conference title. What do you yeah, feel I about Yeah, I remember
6: that? in Carolina. We won it in Carolina. We didn't, they didn't touch it. So I asked the guys. I, I, I'm not a superstitious guy at all. So I was game for whatever they decided. I mean, they're, it's their moment. Um, if they wanted to pass it around, great. If not, um, that's fine by me too. On the left, then goes Las Vegas Review Journal. Bruce, you put Nick Wa back with Will Carrier and Keegan Colasar. What did their start to this game mean to you? Everything, huh? Everything. Um, you know, it's a lineup we like and have liked. You know, the question will probably come up, why? Like, why did you ever go away from it, right? Like, but I think what happened in Edmonton is you start to see these dominant center and, and you, you start thinking matchup. And William Carlson was very good at it. So moving another. Uh, a guy like Nick Wah up with them. you got face off, you know what I mean, there's different reasons, guys to play center, so we kind of stuck with it for a while, because I thought, Hints honestly at the start of the series was, you know, flying around like, you know, listening, no one's McDavid but, you know, I mean, he was a, a dominant number one center, and we had to make sure we found a way to keep him in check, so we kept, kept with it, but that got away from our rhythm of four lines a little bit in terms of Nick being that
2: There's a Bruce Cassidy after last night's victory over the Dallas Stars, something that Nobody's talking about. Aiden Hill had two shutouts in the Western Conference Final. Yep, <clears throat> mm-hmm. overlooked because in both shutouts mm-hmm. there was eventful things that happened to take away the spotlight, yeah. and yep. the games weren't exactly close. Mm-hmm. But the Jamie Ben suspension game, he managed to keep it together in in that. Outing and then Mm -hmm. last night didn't give Dallas a sniff. He only faced twenty three shots, and last night was less impactful, I think, than uh, the the game uh, three performance in which Dallas doubled Vegas in shots in that game. But that's pretty darn impressive goaltending in. A time when he's going to go up against the hottest goaltender and one, a guy that's on one of the greatest runs in in Stanley Cup playoff history.
3: Sure, um, I have Aiden Hill right behind William Carlson in terms of my most valuable players for this Golden Knights team. And listen, I get it. You, you're going to talk sample size, like that's fine. I, I just think what Aiden's been able to do, how solid he has been. Um, you look at Game Five; there were countless saves that he made, and you know the the, the third goal. From andrea like that's a that's a tough one, right? But the fact of the matter is, I thought Aiden Hill was was nearly doing the job in Game Five to get the Golden Knights over the hump. There, um two shutouts in the Western Conference Final. His first two shutouts for the Golden Knights happen to be his first two career postseason shutouts. He's been fantastic, and I think he's incredibly impactful for this Golden Knights. Yeah, team. he's been uh, he's been fantastic.
2: I, I don't think he's a con Smythe candidate right now, but. I'm not going to take away anything from uh, what he's been able to do, especially from a win-loss standpoint and being able to lock it down. We're going to shift our focus a little bit, expand uh, beyond just the Stanley Cup final. There's been some significant news coming out around the National Hockey League today on the coaching front. Uh, We'll bring you up to that and one-timers on the way on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
0: Carlson
2: left corner,
0: centered, one timer score! It's time for One-Timers. A quick look at news and notes from around the National Hockey League. Brought to you by Paul Padalaw. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery.
2: A certain thing happens as you get to the Stanley Cup Final where news has to be almost cleared through the National Hockey League for the timing of those releases. Uh, Nothing gets uh, unveiled. During the day of a Stanley Cup final game, it's always on the uh, the off days. But uh, let's uh, let's start with the Stanley Cup final schedule and how that's going to uh, sort itself out and present itself through the next uh, couple of weeks. So, game number one and two in Vegas mm-hmm. on Saturday and Monday. Then you travel to Miami or South Beach,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Sunrise, Florida. About half an hour inland from uh, from the water, for games three and four, games three and four will be a two day break between the games in Vegas. Yeah, and that's going to be Thursday and Saturday. So you've got that's correct. Saturday, Monday, mm-hmm. and then Thursday, Saturday. Those are the first four games of the Stanley Cup Final. Mm-hmm. Then you got another break. Yes. You got that Saturday game. You don't go back to work until Tuesday. Look at you. In Vegas. Yep. It, it becomes a little spaced out here. It's very spaced out. And from Tuesday, you go Thursday or you go Friday? Friday. Friday. Yep. And then Monday. Yes. So two days between any time the series changes location. Yep. Travel. It's a little unusual. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of times there's two game, two days between games, two and three, because you're shifting locations. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll have two days between another set of games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to have it throughout, that, that's different. I don't know whether it's because of the NBA or what. The league wants two Saturdays. Right. So they're going to get it this time. Yeah, absolutely. With with this schedule being pushed back because Vegas went six against Dallas, they're gonna get two Saturdays mm-hmm. yeah. for sure. Yeah. in the Stanley Cup Final, and then you might get, you're not gonna get three weekends because the third weekend is is shouldering that.
3: Sure. Um. Yeah. It, it's an interesting schedule to say it's the different. least. It's different. Yeah. Uh, June nineteenth, if it goes seven games, mm-hmm. like that, just seems like a very Long time for a seven-game
2: series. Well, remember we started a week later. No, no, no. A Week and I, a half later. So that that that's why.
3: But June nineteenth. That's that's not not late. Not late, late. Not a late end. It just seems like a long time for a entire seven. Well, game Well, it's what series.
0: sixteen days. Yeah. yeah, it's a long time.
3: And and like I I get it right. Like we're talking about the difference between thirteen days and sixteen days, but it just feels so much longer. For whatever reason. Well,
0: let's hope it doesn't go seven games. Let's hope the Knights win it quick.
3: Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm reserving all of my predictions for the day that I have to make predictions. Well,
0: that wasn't a prediction. That was just a wish.
3: No, I know. I know. I'm just <laughs> saying. Like, the last time I said seven games, oh boy. Uh oh. Yeah.
0: They came after you.
3: On the fence. Wow, well, you waffled. Not at all. Total waffling. What was the. Uh...
2: I did say Knights in six. Nailed that
3: yeah, one. Yeah, I said nights in seven. I said that I'd be shocked if the series went uh, shorter than six games.
0: Yeah, but where you nailed it was you said a lot of overtime games.
3: Well, come on. It's all hey, Dallas Place.
0: Hedging, hedging, you bet. That, that's what that's you were not doing. What it you was was. doing. That's You were doing not, all the gardening. No. Unreal. Uh, the <laughs> the gardening. <hedging>. Yeah. <laughs> Get the
6: shears out. Uh, we have some coaching news.
2: We have some coaching news for you. John Hines has been let go mm-hmm. by the Nashville Predators after four seasons.
3: Yeah. Um,. I, I can't say that I'm necessarily surprised. I, I don't I don't think that you look at the Nashville Predators and they made it interesting down the stretch. But I just I think that they're in need of a of a new voice. I think that you know for for this team with Barry Trotz taking over as the general manager, it's time to go in a different direction. Um, so I'm not terribly surprised by this. I am. Why? Because it's so late in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the other aspect of it, I suppose. Probably, if you were going to make this decision, and Barry's been around now in, in kind of moving into this role for a while, probably should have done this a month ago. Nashville has not
2: confirmed this, but there is a report that Andrew Burnett, the assistant coach with the New Jersey Devils, mm-hmm. who guided the Florida Panthers to the President's Trophy last year as the interim head coach, but was not brought back, is going to be the Nashville Predators uh, head coach. Here's the interesting thing about Andrew Burnett. Okay. A very significant person in the history of the Nashville Predators. Foreign Predator. Mm-hmm. Scored the first ever goal. Oh. And he told me he's never got anything from that. Like well, free drink or anything maybe. on, on, on <laughs> lower Broadway. <laughs> I had him on the turf last year. Like, tell me we've been able to dine out on that a little bit. Well, and there's like, no way they gave him the puck. So that... There you go. He's being brought back. So maybe this is finally
3: the payoff
2: to scoring the first ever goal in National Predator. He should
3: should get some drinks for that. If if he's winning hockey games as the coach of the National Predators, I I think he'll get something.
0: Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. Well, be fine. Well, does Bruce Cassidy ever have to buy another meal in this city if he wins the Stanley Cup?
2: Uh, He will if he goes with you. No, well, he's not taking me out to dinner. <laughs> no, I meant you're not paying. Well, no,
0: no, I no no, definitely not. <laughs> find that wallet. I'll I'll, I'll throw. Uh, don't you know who I am? I'll play Bruce, that no, card. No, no, the Bruce, check the check Bruce comes a, in
3: for just your meal. Yes. Bruce is a is
0: a
2: would be a, a, an absolute tactician if he can find your wallet. Uh, that's true.
0: Well, he's very good at at playing or setting up defense. So, uh, yeah, we'll
2: see. Uh, Spencer Carberry, you guys know him? I do he's coach now
3: with the Leafs, right?
2: He is the new coach of the Washington Capitals. Oh. 41 year old replaces Peter Laviolette. Hmm. And so Spencer Carberry is going to be the coach of Alexander Ovechkin. Okay. How old is Obi? Um, Not, 40,
3: not 41. No, yeah. but I, 38. Yeah. I pretty close. So. Yeah. Right there. This
2: reminds me of, of what We're happened in Chicago a couple of years ago.
3: Chair. Sure. Yeah. How did that work out? When
2: Taves and, and, and Kane were right in the same wheelhouse <laughs> as as their head coach. Yeah. But Spencer Carberry very well thought 37 of. years old, by the way. Okay. So 41, 37, uh, four years. That's a lifetime. Oh, he's 37?
0: We'll be 38 on September 17th. Okay.
3: So, okay, so closer to 38
2: to 37. Uh, Carberry was in the mix for a lot of jobs last year. Mm-hmm. His name was was out there. Uh, I don't know Spencer a- at all, but... Uh, but his impact on the toronto maple Leafs was considered to be significant Mm -hmm. and uh some were surprised that he didn't get one of the jobs last year and part of that was so many big names came open Mm -hmm. and were were snapped up immediately like what what we saw with uh bruce cassidy and montgomery and DeBoer, uh go on down down the list so uh spencer carberry is the new head coach of the, the Washington up Peter Laviolette. I've mm-hmm. heard his name in connection with the New York Rangers. Sure. Yeah.
3: Ah. Uh, <laughs> what was what that? Uh, nice? just, I, I don't see it. Well, he's, he's coached like every other team in the Metropolitan Division. <laughs> and he goes to
2: the final. So, like, why all not? The time, but yeah. I just, I I don't see it. Just And I might, I, I could be totally wrong on that, but that seems to be a, a different... I don't know, approach or direction. And plus, the guy just walked away from the Washington Capitals. We're now in this this era where coaches are quitting jobs Mm -hmm. because they want a different job. Mm -hmm. I don't remember seeing this so often before. The last time it happened from a manager's point of view was Brian Burke in Anaheim Mm -hmm. stepped down there and everybody knew he was going to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sure. Yeah. Every single person on the planet knew that. And that was highly unusual and was not looked upon as favorable as you might think uh, at, at that point. But this this seems to be coming more regular.
3: Yeah, it, it is an interesting one um, from, from that angle. But, I mean, what other direction do you think the Rangers should go in?
2: There's young coaches. There's uh, uh, do they do they go a Quenville path? Do they go a Babcock path? Do they go down uh, uh, an avenue like that? Laviolette fits that to a certain extent. He's got the uh, a- a- along that line. Um, I wouldn't be surprised uh, a Bruce Boudreau That's or, a or a, somebody I, like that yeah. w- to, to get some some positivity uh, going in, in along that uh, that. Lane, uh, and I, I'm I still question why they made a change at all. Anyway, the New York Rangers. I, think I didn't think they there. had to make a change. A yeah. couple of hundred point seasons. Like what? What's going on there? But uh, but the Laviolette connection, and from from inside your own division, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and he's coached the Flyers, and uh, uh, he's he's been in that loop. It's a it's a strange one um, that uh, that I'm still not quite comfortable with just yet. Uh, those are your one-timers for this Monday, or t- actually it's Tuesday because it's the second day of the week. Uh, I'm going to tell you about uh, an event that I was at today uh, when we catch up with Chapman next.
0: When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for
2: Catching Up with Chapman. All right, before you jump in here, the VGK Alumni Golf Tournament was held today out of Southern Highlands. And it was an awesome day and great uh, participation from people who raised a ton of money for the foundation. Uh, shout out to Derek England, Shane Knighty, uh for getting everybody together. Uh, Jeff Sharples was there, Rod Buskus, uh, James Neal
0: yes, I was saw that. back
2: for it. Uh, so got a chance to catch up with... Uh, with Neil and uh, who, Brad Garrett was there supporting the cause. Oh, I like him. Yeah, I, he's tall.
0: Yeah, he's very tall. I didn't
2: realize he was like that
0: huge. And he was he was the second best character on Everybody Loves Raymond.
2: Who's the best? The dad. Oh yeah. dad That was, was pretty the best. good. That was pretty good. I, I wanted to talk to to Brad, but uh, I was too busy hobnobbing with uh, with other hockey people.
0: Why does that not? I, I,
2: I just didn't get a chance to get over to him. I didn't get a picture with him, but I didn't get a chance to sit down with him. So it was fun. But Sharples and I had had a fun day out there. Sharples is going to be on the radio station uh, at some point this week, if we will. All
0: right. So this is is kind of cool. History was made last night, not for the Vegas Golden Knights, but for the city of Boston. They became the first city to lose a home game seven to an eight seed in both hockey and basketball in the same season. It's never happened before.
2: Never thought of that. But.
0: As a guy who is an absolute hater of Boston sports, <laughs> love it, love it. The New England Patriots have ruined everything for me, so I am a huge fan of that statistic. Good, good. Thank you, Miami. Thank you, Florida Panthers. Boston. See you later. Get out of here.
2: Lost to teams from the same place. I know. Yep. That's unbelievable. Yep. That's even that's the weirder. Part. Yeah, it's even yeah. Crazier when you come from a place that has teams with history like the Celtics, the Bruins, the Canadians, the Rangers, it's okay to have some strong dislike there when teams have been around for that long. Yeah. Well, me being
0: a New Jersey guy who grew up no, for New fair. York sports teams, you know, there's there's that look, I've watched the Patriots win more Super Bowls in the last twenty years than the Jets have won fifty years, so
2: But that's Ugh. just jealousy. No, it's hatred. No, it's, that's it's
0: jealousy. The clam chowder in New York is better than the clam chowder <laughs> in New England. You're jealous. No, no.
2: It looks good. Your Uncharted. hatred is misguided. There.
0: No, it's not misguided. You're envious of what? Boston? <laughs> Never. The championships.